Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, those in between and unaffiliated, to the first in what I was not expecting. I was I'm surprised, Caleb, about this. This is this is a weird one. I'm I'm very I'm very surprised that we're watching a Dragon Ball Z and or just regular Dragon Ball movie. This is uh, uh this is I I was I was shocked when you told me we were gonna do this. I'm like, oh okay, I guess that was very random. It's not in the ultraviolet A-rated basement, and it's not an adaptation. I mean we haven't done evolution yet, so but yeah, I'm I'm impressed of of like you brought us to this place. Uh what what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, I always like to uh be uh, bring surprises to the podcast, and yeah, I just thought this would make uh a fun entry so yeah here we are yeah i've never heard this one before it's called brainiac attacks now i'm not obviously familiar with any of the dragon ball movie well f- familiar just in like what general sense i don't know each individual individual title but i don't know if i ever heard of goku fighting i know there was like maybe several beings that were a giant robot i know there's a brain inside a robot at one point i don't remember which one that was but like i don't know if it's any similar to this one but brainiac attacks yeah, I'm not sure I know this one when it comes to uh, the Dragon Ball movies. So I guess, yeah, if you can find this copy of Brainiac Attacks, whether digital, physical, or in te- unintentional ways, illegitimate ways, excuse me, uh, if you can all get it to timestamp zero, we will provide a commentary. Is it a, you know, movie critic commentary? Probably not. I don't know if there'll be insightful information uh, with us on this one, but we'll uh, we'll we'll do our best, hopefully. And you all follow along if you want to listen to this alongside the movie, or just as a podcast, as people do nowadays. I have yet to do that, by the way, with the commentary on uh, watch, watching it with a movie alongside it. That's not not done yet yet with one of ours, nor anybody else's, by the way. Can't say oh, I that's have. interesting. Oh. Have you? I guess we'll get in that later. But yes, please, <laughs> Caleb, are you ready? I am ready indeed. Yep. Yeah. Timestamp zero. Everybody, please press play right now. The Warner Brothers spinning logo. Family entertainment. At least on my screen. I don't know about yours. Oh, I'm seeing my buddy, the bunny. Now he's gone. The bunny's there. Warner Brothers animation. Yeah, and it sure is lucky that this ties into our uh, Superman retrospective. A little. Uh, yeah, a little crossover event there, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I don't know how like that happened. <laughs> yeah, like shows up in there. And I'm like, well, first off, I thought this was the. Uh, I wish this was the opening to Iron Giant. <laughs> we already did a commentary. Oh, on that, but... yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I could see that. Space, a lot brighter than you think. <laughs> there is a couple pockets in this where I feel like the animation is a, a touch above what we would have gotten in some of the shows up up to this point or maybe not up to this point because i don't know what they're doing in 2006 but but i feel like a lot of the animation feels almost subpar for a, a direct video release but but some of those moments like those space shots i feel like were pretty pretty good yeah no i i can agree i think i, I still wish i don't know what the budget was on these i, I couldn't even tell you i don't know <laughs> you probably have to hack into like the Warner brothers files or <laughs> internet files to see what it's uh what kind of money they're fronting for these um because i wish it looked like iron giant but obviously yeah. that had you know money to its name this 
kind of didn't. And, uh, well, I guess, Caleb, you want to explain what this is after my, you know, <laughs> bit at the beginning? Yeah, which I was not expecting, by the way. I just, I just went along with it. <laughs> There's a reason for it. Don't worry. Uh, but, yeah, we finally arrived at the first of the, the, the films of our Superman retrospective. Brainiac Attacks. Films, if you want to call it that. Yeah, and... And this isn't quite attached to the, the animated series, but it somewhat is in terms of designs. But one of the big differences right off the bat is this version of Lex here. Like this, it took me by surprise watching him throughout this. I was like, oh, this this is such a weird version of Lex. Doesn't feel like hints. Sorry, go ahead. But it doesn't feel anything like any of the animated uh, ones I've seen in the show or outside of the show. Hence my... Uh, comparison to a Dragon Ball Z or just Dragon Ball movie. Yeah, and I, and I was curious if you know much about the the production for nope. this. I don't. Oh, absolutely not. Other than the fact that this was made uh, to tie, maybe not tie into, but in response to a certain return to Superman in the movies. Oh, I didn't even think about that, but that suddenly makes a lot of sense. <laughs> What's that term again? Cash grab, right in the coattails. Warner Brothers, always up to your old tricks. Calm now, Warner Brothers. Have some class. Yeah, they should have called this uh, Superman King of Atlantis. <laughs> if anyone, if if you if you get the reference, <laughs> that's obviously back to our you know King of Atlantis retro or uh, 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 I guess commentary <laughs> of that first pilot, correct? Yeah, so I suddenly realized after I said it that I think there's the, was it Aquaman, King of Atlantis, or something like that? Throne of Atlantis? Well, yeah, because that's yeah. the one from 2014. <laughs> yeah, right after I said it, I was like, oh, that might have been a slightly confusing joke. So, <laughs> but yeah, tying in, yes, throwing together kind of a cheap cash grab. Um, and, and that's not to say that everything about this necessarily feels like a cheap cash grab, but in terms of animation... You can definitely tell they're recycling a lot of elements from the the new, the twenty year old uh, TV series at this point, and yeah, really not updating too much. <laughs> I don't know if it's twenty years, more like started in what ninety five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so ten, 10 years. Ten yeah. years. <laughs> this is okay. I'll say this first off. This doesn't look like Justice League animation. This looks a lot more fluid, like an updated version of mm-hmm. the Superman the animated series. So I'll give it like that. Well, yeah, but with with a, a certain bit of polish taken off it, like it's like there was such a, a distinctness to that animation. It really popped. There's a more this feels more flat. Oh, I thought you were going to say more clean almost. It's You know what it is? It's an in-between because, because Justice League, you know, it looks very different. There's some interesting things going on with animation, but this also feels like a, well, I think it's by the same guys who probably did like uh, Batman beyond, but return of the Joker. Okay. I could see that. Maybe that I don't Don't, don't call call me out on that, but I know Bruce, Tim had no, as far as I'm aware, unless there's an uncredited role, had no involvement with this whatsoever. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I didn't know that. At least looking at the credits, I'm only going by the credits. I didn't look up IMDb. I'm just going by literally what the credits said. The only part he's, uh, the only part he's involved in here and re- referenced and credited is like original designs by. Hmm. Yeah, and comparing this to the Justice League, it's definitely much more fluid and and feels more polished. 
but in terms of the 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 90s or, or the superman the animated series i feel like that one just had such a kind of pop to the animation everything felt really distinct and really you you could tell that it was hand drawn this one you could kind of tell that maybe it was a little bit more maybe maybe more streamlined process kind of thing i don't i don't know exactly what they did with it but it doesn't feel nearly as uh nearly as much care went into it kind of thing in terms of the animation it's almost not the startup but it's kind of like one of the well i mean next year after this is technically doomsday sorry uh superman doom wait no what was it called again i don't remember now <laughs> uh, how do i remember it how do i forgot it how, how have i forgotten about it no because that's just yeah, the I thought it was superman doomsday yeah I thought it was 2008, but maybe let me quickly take a look. I thought it was 07 because then yeah, you might be right because then uh, New Frontier comes out in 08. Oh yeah, it was the very next year. Yeah, so I guess this was kind of like the unofficial start. It was DMC. Okay, so yeah, this is proto that, and even Doomsday kind of like once again tries to divorce itself from Bruce Tim animation. I'm so surprised that like people were attaching themselves to this and using the Bruce Tim style because yeah. the Batman show was already out and that was a distinct style as well. Um, so it is interesting oh. that Dooms Doomsday also kind of, again, kind of leans into that uh, Tim style a bit, but then again, once again, divorces itself a little more. That's so funny when you're saying the Batman show. I was trying to think like, which one is he talking about? But then I was like, oh, the Batman. Yes, the Batman. <laughs> yeah, so I, I still kind of forget that that show exists. So, <laughs> so change one, maybe not change one, but like again, I can see how this can confuse people. This is it really yeah. is like confusing. Of like, also you throw that missile into the ocean. If whether this is you know again in that universe or not. Aquaman is going to be annoyed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You crazy maniac. Why are you throwing it like in here? You just killed a bunch of sea life. <laughs> yeah. You killed my cousins. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Kryptonian. Um, but one of the big changes here is that it seems this is a different Brainiac because as mm. far as we didn't watch any of the episodes with Brainiac in them for Superman, the animated series, but as far as we're oh. aware, um so other than the pilot he is part of krypton's history yeah yeah and every every exposure that i've ever had to brainiac that's been the take that they've gone with at least as far as i remember this is this is actually kind of a return to form where he's unaffiliated with uh with superman which is not other than okay affiliated with superman but not like in his origin yeah i don't know if everything i've seen is necessarily tied to the origin but that he had some Kryptonian connection. Is that not the typical uh, thing for Brainiac? No, he's usually, I believe like at least the silver age version is just a completely different alien unto himself. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I, th I think it was one of those, I don't know if John Byrne came up with this or if it was Bruce Tim and Paul Dini and all their writing team who was just like, we got to like combine and, and connect everything together. So we'll have Brainiac just be one of the supercomputers on Krypton. Yeah, that, that sounds like a post-crisis kind of thing. They were all trying to make those connections back then. So maybe maybe that became like the, the standard after that. But but I'm, I'm not sure. 
where's Jason, our resident? Uh, he'd probably, yeah, he'd have some more DC. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at look look at Luthor Luthor here, getting all excited. Which, by the way, I, I keep every time I watch more DC stuff. Because when I was a kid, I just thought, oh, Lex Luthor. But they really do say Luthor, so I got to try to program myself to say that. But but he's so flamboyant in this scene. Very a uh, very different take. It's like it's the episode of Justice League Unlimited where him and Flash switch places. Which, by the way, who voices Flash in the Justice League cartoon? Oh, yes. Rosenbaum. That's right. There you go. And then, like, yeah, Lex switches with... Okay, anyway. Um, yeah, and by the way, I so, just... Oh, uh, you go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Yeah, you go, no, you, you go first. I want to hear this. Oh, I did. I was like, hmm, this Lex actor, this is definitely not the one from the series. I recognize his voice. Who is this? Turns out it's Powers Booth. I first thought it was... Um, what's his name? Oh, wow. I was thinking of this last night. Uh, you keep talking. Uh, but when I looked it up uh, on my Wikipedia to see the the cast, um, I was I noticed that they said that this version of uh, Lex Luthor was more inspired by the the '78 film and the Gene Hackman performance. And that that kind of after I heard that I was kind of like, oh, I can kind of see what they're doing there now. But for whatever reason, it played better with Hackman. This one. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. He has some fun bits, and I think Powers Booth is, is fine uh, in the role. But it's definitely a different take on Lex, and it it, it feels a little out of place. Yeah, that's fair. I thought it was Ray Liotta, personally. Rest in peace, buddy. Oh, I could see that. Absolutely, I could see that. I don't know why. Like I, I just thought it was for some reason. Probably would have played a good Luther, but you know what? Now that you say that, like that makes perfect sense that it's Gene Hackman. Yeah, you can definitely see it once they point out, and he's got his. I was like, "Oh, is that Miss Tessamacher?" But it turns out it's that Mercy uh, character who I don't know. I don't know anything about Mercy Grades. She it's basically she's. I don't know when she was introduced, but she's his like assistant who has like, you know, she she's like the the Alfred to him almost in a way, and she's got like many different skills, you know, for for every for every need in every situation. Hmm. Oh, you know what? That, that I didn't think about this, but there's a character in Smallville that comes in after Rosenbaum leaves called Tess Mercer. <sighs> I wonder if that's supposed to be like kind of an analog character. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> Tess Mocker. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about the Tess Mocker part. Yeah. A combination of the two. <laughs> oh, OK. Now I feel a little like I should have caught that. Ah, it's OK. <laughs> but. But I do actually like this sequence. I think this, I love this look for uh, for Brainiac here. And I think this fight's pretty good. And I thought this, the scenes of Lois up on the, the falling tower, I thought some of that animation was quite good. So. Somebody seriously has an accurate boner when it comes to like the lasers. Cause they just love that. They saw that scene where soul goes haywire after Tetsuo meddles with it in space. And it's like, we're going to do that. But like with Superman, <laughs> Hey, it works. It's cool. I like it. <laughs> I don't know. It gets kind of old for me. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Especially because it doesn't have that much effect on soups. Like it's affecting him a bit, but yeah. But it's also like I don't, I don't know. We'll get into it. Um, sure. Uh, and then just here is like up oh, freeze breath. <laughs> and then this this is crazy. He's just like, okay, not only did I freeze you, but fuck you. You're a robot. 
guess it doesn't matter if I burst into a million pieces. I got I got a question that as well <laughs> later on. I got to be careful with what I where I go with this here. Sure. But we didn't even mention Lance Henriksen, but I think right off the bat, he comes off strong in his uh, performance here. No comment. <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. No comment. Usually, I I, I do really enjoy Lance, Hendri- Lance Henriksen, excuse me, but I don't know. It just wasn't really selling it for me. Hmm. Yeah, and we'll talk about definitely some performances not selling in this one. This one, again, feels similar to... Uh, uh, the new frontier there's some wonky performance issues that i don't fully understand well, why they went the way that they did i don't know i'm not even gonna say like hendrickson is not doing a good performance because he is a voice he's technically a voice actor mm-hmm. um it's just i don't i don't know i couldn't it's weird uh it's may, maybe you're right it's similar to new for i don't think it's poor not poor i don't think it's a casting decision that went wrong i think it's I don't even know if it's like a direction that went wrong, technically, like a voice director that went wrong. I just, there's something off about this movie to me. Oh, yes. Definitely something that just feels just, yeah, it just feels a few, like you could have, I could, I could squint my eye a little bit and see how this could have worked much better. But the version that we got, yeah, something's just a little wonky. And we'll get to, uh, there's a couple scenes with Tim Daly who I thought was quite good on the, the series. I was really enjoying his performances as we we're going through that, the, that series. But there's a few scenes in this where it just feels like, like was, was everyone sleeping on the job? Like how did they let that be the one to go with? But I, we'll, we'll save some of that, but that, that's kind of what I mean with just weird performance stuff. That I don't get playing the world's tiniest violin. there, surprisingly. Yeah, that was, that was fun. <laughs> um, I do appreciate Lex just like milking everything all the time for the cameras. He loves his, uh, he loves getting his photo taken. Yeah, certainly deviation right there. But again, yeah, yeah, I got adaptation and different, different take, and you know, other people probably like this. Even Perry White here feels very different from most Perry Whites that I see. But but then again, Perry White maybe does isn't someone who I feel is super defined in the things that I've seen him in. He feels like he's relatively shades of uh, different each time I see him. But interesting, very interesting. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> is that care to elaborate? Like, how is this one different than, say, I guess Superman the animated series, and then uh, Adventures of Lois and Clark? Well, that—that's what I mean. Yeah, now they think about it, all th- all three of them feel pretty distinctly different. And I was also thinking of um, Man of Steel. That one's quite different smallville he's like a drunk like a washed up drunk <laughs> oh boy <laughs> so i was like oh, okay maybe he fits in but just some some of his uh sense of humor and just like he's like chasing stories all the time and running around kind of frantically it seems at times sometimes sounds more like lois than it does perry white but fair point i guess also sorry i forgot 1979 <laughs> yeah that one i don't even remember the their perry white I, I i think he had like one or two scenes i don't remember him yeah, he exists. Oh, here's this bit. This is kind of a weird angle for this episode or this movie <laughs> episode. Well, that's and that's what I was about to say. Is <laughs> is this like potentially a Superman the animated series episode, but extended to what is this? Ninety minutes? Eighty minutes? Yeah, it's like seventy-five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess this also set the template, or maybe it didn't. I don't remember when the Batman 
I don't remember if, the, if their lengths were the same thing with the whatever those short Batman ones with the yeah like 70, 75 minute runtime. But I'm not sure why that's what they settled on for for these animated ones. Not going for like more of a feature length. Kind of curious, but okay. Here's my question. Here's my question. Above, above like all the explosions and animation and action and pictures of Mercy Grave and like the behind and whatnot and mm, mm. lewd stuff. Um, Get a lot of that. Yeah. What's the story? <laughs> what's the story here? I think there's a story there. I, I kind of even like the story a little bit. Okay. But what is what is superman involved like what what does clark kent want in this story oh well this is the classic kind of the balance between the two he even though um superman is his true identity he has to live his life as clark and it in this version it almost seems like maybe in this movie's reality the clark kent persona is super is the real persona did you get that sense too there could have been that i think i know what you're talking about yeah, because usually it's like the Superman persona is the real Superman and the Clark Kent is the mask he wears. Fish eye. That's kind of the fun reversal. Yeah, I like that. But this one, it seems like they're very much the same. And so he's like, oh, even though Lois loves a super or likes a Superman version. Oh, I want her to accept me as Clark, too, because that's part of who I am. And so he, he's trying to uh, trying to find a balance between the two and, and how to blend his his uh, relationship desires into uh into one kind of unified uh, life well said that's that's no that's pretty much what i also picked up on yeah and so there's there there's that plot i don't mind that so much although i do think they're the take on superman is a little bit different than what i normally think of for superman and then we get this lex plot which Again, the Lex is kind of weird, but I do like this this plot of his. I feel like I've seen it. I feel like I've seen him doing it before, though. Maybe some of the things that we've covered so far. Ripped straight from a comic book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, what this what this film is is a throwback to 1950s uh, B movie science fiction films. Hmm. Um, in that it's Superman versus an alien from outer space robot. Uh, with, you know, pop art or whatever you want to call it, and like really eccentric designs for like mm -hmm. retro fifties uh, architecture and structures. This is literally like Superman fighting the Iron Giant. Yeah, and then you throw in the greedy Lex Luthor in the mix to to mix things up. His ego getting in the way of of these two kind of bigger people and and trying to feel like he can tussle with them. Oh, this is the scene. Okay, this. Yep. This is the scene. So I want to highlight something here. Uh, I don't know when it will be. I'll, I'll yell it out in a second. Uh, pardon me if I interrupt you or whatnot. But there's one scene here that I was excellently like happy with and wanted to just shout out. Mm. Um, it's nice to go back to the see the Kents again. I didn't even realize that technically. Hey, Superman, shouldn't you be saving that? That might be another meteorite that, you know, <laughs> veers like literally like changes direction mid-flight. Mm -hmm. What's going on here? I didn't even realize that um, Paul Kent there, John Kent, is voiced by one of the guys from MASH. <laughs> oh, that's... I, I think Mike F F Farrell or whatever his name is. 
And was he part? What did he do the voice in the the series as well? I believe so. Pretty much everybody like comes back for not everybody, but like okay, right here. Sorry. So right here at like two or twenty one, like twenty, uh, where he's like like lights on him. He's we we see like a side profile of mm. him right now, and he's like you know I need to tell Bolus the truth. Um, yep. Just heard that line. That scene right there. There you go. Um, that line is, and that scene right there with animation is excellent uh, yep. with the, with the lighting and the shadow and how the shadow almost like is in sync with him. It's, it's beautiful. It's perfect. It's nice. It's wonderful. It is. And even just capturing the subtlety of his glasses. I think a lot of that stuff's really well done. Uh, so I definitely can't knock the animation here and the sound design, but his performance, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Did you feel the same? It, it felt like he was just reading his lines there's like no emotion to it. It was just, is this supposed to be him kind of, kind of opening up his heart to his parents, but he sounds like almost like upbeat about what he's talking about, but he should be downbeat. It's kind of a sad thing to be discussing. Yeah. There's a, there's a mixture of emotions going on with him in that scene. Um, and I don't know if we're, I think you're right. We're not seeing it fully. I didn't really, I did, I did listen to it last night. I probably should have listened to it again. Just to get a tone. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was the direction that was weird. I feel like, yeah, I mean, Daly hadn't done, as far as I'm aware, Daly didn't do any Superman since 2001, I think, or pre prior to that, because oh. they got George Newbert in there for Justice League. That's right. Wow. I do not know why. And it's and it sucks because I feel bad for both of them because both of them are great. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd completely forgotten that he did not come on for Justice League. Yeah. By the way, I just this I, I need to call this out. Go ahead. This uh, Mercy and her little her little getup. <laughs> she looks extremely reminiscent of On Atop, the Famke Jansen uh, villain in Goldeneye. Oh, the Bond film. Maybe that's what they're going for. Yeah, it feels like there's a reference there, and uh, she minus the minus the red hair. <laughs> yeah, and the weird accent, but she does the the similar things for me. I was waiting later in her her scenes with Jimmy. I was waiting for her to to wrap her legs around his throat and try to to crush his uh, his neck with uh, her 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 leg powers. <laughs> to spoil that film. Okay, so you guys are you guys are wearing eye protection. Fair enough. Now you're all de- congratulations. You have tinnitus and are deaf because <laughs> you literally like. <laughs> and they're gonna suffocate. You listen to a rocket like go off because that means nothing okay whatever there's a lot of physics that are like broken in this yeah start choking on the rocket fuel that they're just standing immediately <sighs> in the uh <laughs> good point i forgot about that that they would suffocate and die <laughs> oh great there's tentacles of course that's weird that's like maybe not one of the only but there's a cut right there and it's like yeah. a 24 minute mark what the heck wow yeah. wow yeah, a little commercial break. Weird. Actually, now that I think about it, there might have been commercial air quotes commercial breaks for what do you call it? Um, Batman Beyond. I don't. I don't remember now. Uh, Return of the Joker. Excuse me. There was um, this apparently aired on Toonami, I think, or one of the WB Network, whatever it was called. Apparently, is either it was this one first or something else, but it it aired like on television first. Could, yeah, it makes sense. And then I guess it went to DVD, yeah, and then it went to DVD or whatever it was, home video. Yeah, and I guess they probably knew it was going to do that, so they cut in yeah the commercial break bits. Also, as everybody pointed out, and I also have to point out, Jimmy, 
you say she's like you know like this uh jenny character not a jenny character whatever her name is something like that um she's you know not attractive or whatever it's like dude she's drawn the exact same way as every other woman in this so like how dare you <laughs> and i just think that's a weird element sarah sorry sarah my bad uh it just didn't do anything for me the cutting between the two oh clark's not successful with with lois and sarah's not successful with jimmy we should have some sort of juxtaposition and care about these two getting together or these four getting together, but it's like, I don't even know this chick. And <laughs> like, why is Jimmy, what does Jimmy have against her so much that he's eating his food, sitting on a toilet? I mean, that's just, I mean, maybe they're really clean at the daily planet, but that's the last thing I'd ever want to do at my workplace. <laughs> Jimmy here. That's my, that's what are you doing with my boy, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah. It's, it seems like he was being kind of a dick, honestly to her. Was it? Cause she's got cooties or something. <laughs> Yeah, I guess he is supposed to be young. Maybe he's like, oh no, a girl's taking interest in me. How much younger is he? That's the thing I actually liked about the um, the scene where he's talking to his parents and kind of open lamenting with his parents is that he's opening up to them. He's almost talking about like the future. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's something I don't think we got really with, with the animated series. Um, I mean, again, like obviously you don't get that with like the, these things, which is fine. But you don't really get like what Clark would do in the future. Like what, what, like settling down or like if he starts aging or what, what happens there. I know they talked about it in Batman Beyond where we see the future version of him where he's got like gray sideburns. <laughs> Which is always a look I like. Oh, but no, I, I agree. I, I really liked, I actually really liked all the dialogue in that scene. I just thought it was weird that Daly was feeling like he wasn't selling it at all. But yeah, no, I, I actually appreciate a lot of the, the, I mean, this is a very different take for Superman, but I think it works in in some ways rather well. And I like all of his scenes with Lois, even that little dinner scene that we saw with the waiter thinking it was some anniversary and him being all like, oh, uh, well. <laughs> you know, not to spoil stuff or whatnot, but this almost felt like this film. I'm going to compare it quickly, even though I shouldn't. But this film almost felt like either a like the Doomsday was almost a sequel to this. If what I oh. thought was going to happen happened or doomsday is a remake of this. Oh, interesting. If, if you think about it, where like alien being comes to earth in a meteorite and starts destroying crap, almost kills Superman. Superman is presumed dead. Uh, in this, you'll find, we, we know why, um, or pre- at least pre- presumed dead by, or at least missing, excuse me. And, um, yeah, and then comes back and beats the villain up. <laughs> oh, that that's... Yeah, well, I'm definitely curious to see that next one and discuss it, because, yeah, I still haven't seen that. <laughs> you would... Yeah, you probably want to watch it recently to because just to keep this one in memory, because then you'll sure. just be like, oh, wow, you're almost right in that. Yeah, we should try to get to it quick, yeah. Oh, wait. That probably means we should review the comic as well. <laughs> oh, uh... Wait, but isn't Superman Doomsday? Isn't that based on the death, death of Superman one? Wow, the first review, the first comic of Superman we're gonna do is the death of Superman. Yeah, I definitely didn't want to do that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's ter- okay. No, obviously we won't do that, but that's funny. That's yeah. We've definitely got a number of comics on the list, but I didn't write that one down. We should sure. <laughs> probably do the origin for it now that I think about it. 
we could definitely do those maybe yeah come around to them at some point but maybe not so quick into the uh i don't know retrospective yeah no that's fair so here's brainiac i don't know yeah his new design seven i don't know five is from legion of superheroes wait was that going on at this time as well i don't even remember now got the predator vision which by the way i i really enjoy this design <laughs> if this is i i don't know i <laughs> I've I've watched too many Japanese animated shows with like mechs and robots in them and I don't know, I like their versions of mechs better. Oh yeah, there there's an element of this design that when I see it it makes me want to laugh. Like <laughs> it just funny enough, this design feels like it's something I would have designed as a kid. Like I yes. just, I, I would almost draw this. I'm like, okay. Also Yeah, it has a, a childlike element to it. Speaking of what you just said technically this is almost like a superman versus the predator even though that was a comic but this is almost like batman versus the predator in a way where like this was uh or where you know an alien comes in and starts like although that that's not technically hunting superman and that's not that predator's not mm. technically hunting uh batman and that but they still like you know attack each other um not attack each other but it ends up being attacking each other um, I just realized, well, that'll never happen. We will never get Batman versus the Predator, like on screen, unless like because Predator is owned by Fox. Yeah, pro- probably not. Unfortunately, maybe we'll get it with some other hero. Hopefully, golly, the damage to the city, like. Oh, I know. This is Man of Steel all over again. Oh my goodness! You can see why. Literally, <laughs> I said this is Dragon Ball, right? Like this is. <laughs> Once again, like a Dragon Ball Z fight. Whoa. Like energy blasts galore, like punching and throwing and kicking. Like, come on. Destruction everywhere. Like, this is literally like Dragon Ball Z animated. I, every time I hear you say Dragon Ball Z, it's like nails on chalkboard. <laughs> I'm pronouncing it correctly. Come at me. Oh, that is not the correct pronunciation oh, of that. And this is a different thing as well, where this is like time has certainly expanded, eh? Where back in the 90s, they didn't have cell phones with cameras on them. Now they do. Boy, <laughs> have te- has technology come about. I also thought that Sam Lane was going to actually sh- show up. Oh, yeah. We all, we all of a sudden get like all these fighters. I'm like, ooh, Sam Lane's going to show up. Nope. Yeah, I was actually thinking, uh, like, yeah, she may be snapping photos of that, but they're just going to be a blurry mess. <laughs> Golly, yeah. We have no value whatsoever. Whoa. But I guess if you're wanting to be the first person to get some photo, yeah, not, uh, that blurry mess is better than nothing. Uh, I do like the idea that they, they do a smart thing with the kryptonite where he's infused with kryptonite. So that's, yeah, that's smart. Or he's powered by kryptonite. Sort of like Metallo almost. Mm. Uh, at least this version, this suit of his or this this body of his is like that. This For some reason as well, this also reminds me of The Incredibles. Yep. <laughs> Good. Absolutely. Both, both Iron Giant and The Incredibles. It's so funny. Two years later. I, I cannot believe that. They're ripping off Brad Bird. Tell you what, man. He was part of Warner Brothers Animation for a while. They, they're they like, I would love to see what Brad Bird would do with a Justice League film. Like, come on. That- maybe maybe they called him in. Brad, can you, you know, we, we got this, this movie we're working on. It's not working. Can you come in and uh, give us some, some pointers? And uh... <laughs> Uh-oh, Red Eyes take warning. <laughs> they got their hat between their legs, and he's like, okay, well, let me just give you a couple tips. Make that big robot. <laughs> I should probably say, like, take a shot every time a laser 
buildings destroyed, Superman gets punched. I'm not going to do it like. Yeah, each, you'd be dead. Yeah, you'd be dead. I'm not going to say like each time, just any time that happened. Well, I guess that I just said that's so never mind. <laughs> yeah. Take a shot of like uh, a, a drink that has like 0.11% of alcohol in it. <laughs> or like 1.1% of alcohol in it. Maybe that won't like sloshy yet. I have no idea. I like their eyes. Oh, what's with your eyes? Are you like quiet from Metal Gear Solid Five? That's how I look right now with my lack of sleep. I don't ever. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what? He's looking at her cells, dude. Not like you know the inside. Well, un- the inside of her shirt. He went past that. I've always said the one power I would never want. Well, one like super smell. I would never want that. Obviously. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Uh, or super hearing because um, I always wondered would you be able to hear um, someone's food digesting in their stomach oh yeah you'd hear a lot of stuff uh. you'd, be, you'd, you'd hear their um, their their neuroelectric pathways go up and down every time like you'd basically hear their heartbeat and their, the electrical signals all around the body and the nervous system yeah and I also said I'd never want x-ray vision because I feel like you wouldn't see people the same way anymore Oh, you certainly would. Like, it's like going to a slaughterhouse. You'll never see meat again the same way. If you could look into them and just see their organs, I feel like, yeah, people would become something different for you. No, no, no. You don't want super taste either. You know why? Because all of a sudden now you have to taste molecules. Oh, no. They sort of talked about that in Daredevil Season 1, but I realized that as well. Of Like, no, you're tasting like actual formulas, basically. (laughs) It's so awesome, though. Some of these super senses... And same with super touch, by the way, like superhuman touch. Like again, you're you're basically feeling molecules. Mm, that'd be cool. Like if we're going molecular level here with these things, it's insane. <laughs> oh, like it's just it's it's nuts. I, I I love it, and we don't talk about that with Superman. I just want to comment. Um, so during that attack, Lois runs off. She's like, "Oh, where'd Clark go?" And throughout the rest of this episode, everyone's running. Oh, where's Clark? Where's Clark? And then later on, he just shows up and there's like, no one even comments. They're like, oh, Clark's back. I was like, "What? why did we keep focusing on this? <laughs> oh, I like how he had that sneaky look. Oh, thank goodness I sneaked around. You'd think that he would, you know, his super hearing and, you know, eyesight would prevent that from happening. Well, when he's in Clark mode, you know, he... uh Oh, come on. Really? Not the glasses. Come on, man. Like, why are you doing that? Also, recycle them properly, please. Take them to the Salvation Army or secondhand thrift store. Please, sir. See, look at that right there. Superman battles, whatever, is Brainiac. Like, that right there is, yeah, there we go. That right there is clearly a, like, callback to a 50s um, poster, almost. Yeah, B-movie, science fiction movie poster, excuse me. Like, God, I wish that was the uh, the uh, uh, t- uh, movie. What is it? The, the uh, title card, not the title card, whatever it's called. The poster for it. Oh, the poster, yeah. The cover. Yeah, that I wish was the case. Oh, I love this. Ice. This man loves the ice. I've always been a big fan of the Fortress of Solitude. So. You know why? Because it's ice. <laughs> oh, it's just cool. His, his little like piece of his home world. It feels different from the very kind of structured metropolis and you go to this place like this. I just always thought it was a cool contrast. You go, okay, I got it. Uh, hot take right now. Uh, Superman brings Mr. Freeze here and discovers a cure for 
McGregor's, <laughs> yeah, McGregor's <laughs> yeah. syndrome. And then Nora comes here as well and she's fine. Uh, and they live happily in here and <laughs> not so much serve, but just live here. So I guess serve Superman, but not in like a servitude manner. Just like, yeah, we're here. This is our home now. So might as well just, you know, clean up after him. Uh, yeah. Then every few weeks, Alfred filters in for his injections. He's like, I'll do some extra cleaning too. Goes back to Wayne Mansion and <laughs> Wayne Manor. Manor. Thank you. Look, look at this little throne he's got. I love it. <laughs> so, like, is this the ship or is this like the like cockpit of the ship? Commands uh command hmm. command center of the ship? Yeah, I mean well I, bridge. Sorry, bridge of the ship. I, I guess it depends. I guess it depends on the take what exactly the uh yeah, what it is. Oh, the Phantom Zone, eh? Uh, old place, which again, that that was <laughs> the shock. <laughs> brought out and brought up in the show, but we haven't seen the Phantom Zone yet. Other than that brilliant line of um uh Jor-El saying like, let's put everybody in the Phantom Zone and then come out after Krypton explodes. Like, yes, why not? <laughs> Oh really? Oh, they didn't explore that much in the series, the Phantom Zone. No, no, they did. They did. We just we only like the only thing we've heard of the Phantom Zone in uh, the animated series is just that one line in the first episode in the pilot. Oh, oh, for our retrospective, yeah, yeah for our mm-hmm. retrospective. No, they go into the Phantom Zone later on, but like as yeah. far as, as what I've heard, but like obviously we in this retrospective have not seen it yet. By the way, I loved that. I loved the shot when we looked into the Phantom Zone, like the three layers. I thought those are uh, balanced on top of each other really, really coolly. Hmm. So you're saying that there's apparently a substance inside the Phantom Zone that can cure and or, you know, be a buff and a defense boost for uh, Kryptonite. Why? What? How come? What? (laughs) Oh, I know. And it gets even more stupid, but we'll get there. (laughs) I mean, when Krypton was at its finest, obviously they didn't need that. Once it was irradiated and made rocks. Now that's a different story. Also, I just realized this is what I've not wanted, but this is what I like to see where humans, when they're exposed to, I guess, lethal doses of uh, kryptonite radiation, they also Mm. get affected like Superman. So Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I want it happening to Lois, but usually to people who often use it for, you know, use it immensely like Luthor. Uh, At least in this case, he was, he had it inside a glass seal, so that's fine but like yeah no in this case uh she was he it was used as like a, a in, in a radiation a laser almost so a radiated laser excuse me so like that's probably why and then right here yeah is this is where brainiac apparently is not connected to superman's origin story in the man made theories because he doesn't know about krypton yeah or sorry he knows about krypton but well yeah yeah but not uh well uh Yeah, I guess he. I guess he wants to take all their information. So yeah, he probably doesn't know much. Yeah, exactly. Also, this is kind of a Man of Steel moment where he like just is like Krypton had its chance. Not exactly, of course. <laughs> I do like him willing to destroy his. Uh, yeah, this piece of his history just to keep it from this guy. No, that that line better lost than abused. That's a great line. Yeah, that's good. Damn. I was thinking watching this, I'm like, oh, what if they made a sequel and just this place is gone? Then I was like, well, I'm sure in comics, I'm sure the fortress has been destroyed over and over again. I mean, Smallville, 
I think they destroyed it like four times, so it just kept coming back somehow. Holy smoke. Yeah, at least once with zero explanation, suddenly it was just back. <laughs> I do like how he calls him the son of Krypton. I think that is a cool, has a good ring to it coming from uh, Henriksen. And I'm out. How do I get out again? <laughs> hey, this place looks cool. Look at that. That's that's cool. Dodge that bullet. Now, how do I get out of here? <laughs> I think it's just two layers, actually, of animation stuck together. Pretty much. No, it looks great, but I my biggest question is how? 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 How is it composed or how does he get in and out? How does he get out? In makes sense. Out? What the hey? Yeah. Well you just have to stop asking questions at a certain point. That's the problem with this. It just becomes yeah. It becomes stupid by the end. There was one more there should have been one more ray right of the script, potentially. Yeah. yeah. Oh, beastie, beastie McGeastie. <laughs> Gotta throw that in there. Oh, wow. He just gets out of no time wasted. It's turned to primal. Oh, you wake up in this hectic world and yeah, where's the kick ass music playing? Technically the same company. Why is Dang it? I wish Gendy Tarkovsky did something with DC superheroes. I think he could do something great with Superman with no dialogue. Dude, <laughs> Batman with no dialogue? Holy crap! It can be fantastic. They should just give us some shorts. Here, oh. you get a you get a forty minute short. Take take it wherever you want to take it. Forty minutes, man! Like this man made like Star Wars great again. Like, <laughs> holy smokes! Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, they've got some more Luthor. He's thinking him and Brainiac have teamed up. This is just like any other uh, superhero film up to this point where the villains have to team up. And he thinks that uh, what was it that he thinks that Brainiac's going to attack the city. Then he's going to step in and save them and look like the hero. Cough, cough, Incredibles. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Brad Bird is like, oh, yeah, just take my elements of my script. There you go. Your script sucks. Uh, you know, apparently I already everybody says I ripped off Watchmen. So I guess go ahead and rip off me, even though for for all you care about. <laughs> yeah, it's just for a cheap buck. You're giving me 20 bucks to help me uh, polish up your script. Let me just yeah rewrite things I've already done. <laughs> of course, we don't know. We're, we're just yeah joking here. I'm sure Brad Bird didn't have any involved with this dude was doing ratatouille at this point doesn't really matter like i don't think he even knew about this oh by the way i just got to mention because you mentioned in our speakeasy about hawaii and uh uh oh yeah whatever that thing's called yeah the whole Paris section was all ratatouille stuff ratatouille is everywhere oh here we go touches the magic uh the magic that seems like a shot right of the the fleischer's cartoons yeah, I literally said, I was like, this looks like something in a Fleischer. Yeah. Yeah, just some random, like, glowing waterfall. <laughs> just the elixir of life. The anti, yeah, the elixir of anti-kryptonite or something. <laughs> like, might as well just be the anti-life equation at this point. There you go. Oh, did we, did we already get that scene of him like berating like a random guy? You need to be more on the ball. You need to go out and get stories. Look at Kent. Kent's a great guy. Did we miss that scene? That was, I thought, I thought he was maybe, maybe. No, I think it's this scene right here. Oh, no, it was with a different guy, yeah. And then 
That's when Clark behind him um, redirects the bomb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all the way. Yeah, that's all the way in the beginning. Yeah, when <laughs> he redirects all the missiles that Brainiac launches at him. Yeah, but I do like this, given uh, given Jimmy a chance to shine. I don't have anyone else, so I'm taking you. I need you to go and do this for me. <laughs> yeah, seeing White in a vulnerable moment again. He's he. I'm I'm so grateful that he's not J. Jonah Jameson. Although, of course, those characters exist in the DC universe. Uh-oh. See how the how the flip did he get out? He got out. It turns out the anti kryptonite also it has the ability to open up portals. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me there. If that was the case, then how have all the occupants not gotten out of there? Now Brad Bird stepped in. Ah, just let's see if a portal opens up here. And why am I? It's not even like how it worked in The Incredibles. They, you know, they were stuck on Nomadison Island, and then they're like, "Well, how do we get there? Like maybe a jet. It's like jet's not fast enough to get to the Illuminate Droid. Oh, what about Dash? Is like, oh, what about a rocket? Great, I can't fly a rocket. There's some some really good shadow work in this. Especially this scene right here. Yeah, just the shading. But... Sort of. Oh, look at that. That looks good there. Uh... Yeah, no. It looks really good where like all of a sudden it's just like, hey, it is him. My partner was in the room when he said the yes, yes, Lois line. And she laughed. She wasn't even watching it. She just happened to be glancing up at that scene and then she laughed. <laughs> right there, another cut. What was that, Mark? That yeah. was the 45-minute mark. There you go. 46-minute mark. This was probably, they probably chose the 75 minutes because it'd be an hour and a half with uh, commercials. Hey, look at this. It looks, looks creepy having a big picture of yourself like that with the luau routine. Only three people are dancing. What the heck? Or sorry, like three couples are dancing. Sorry. I wish they were in a closed room with a roof full of like bird puppets and they're, oh, it's tiki time and you're in the tiki room and start singing a little song. No, see, that's a good thing. We don't want a bad thing here, okay? What is? What has he got these girl waiters dressed in? It's weird little outfits. Uh, 50s astronaut suits? I don't know. Mm. Uh, Powers Booth also was the voice behind Gorilla Grodd. Oh, wow. In, in which, uh, which series? In uh, Justice League. I think in I think the one we uh, watched, by the way. Oh, cool. Oh, yes, that's right. I remember that episode quite well. What was it called? Going Ape? Not Going Ape. Uh, whatever it was called. It was the one with Flash and Green Lantern. Yes, I don't remember what it's called, unfortunately, but I do remember that being a fun episode. Where's Jason again? To You fuckers, remember my episodes that I picked? <laughs> I mean, okay, I could, okay, you know what? Fine, hang on a second. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll show you. We remember. We remember kind of. <laughs> I remember liking the episodes. I don't remember all their names. Yeah, I don't know every single thing. Oh golly, all these people are gonna die! Like so much destruction. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shot. Him just up there. Just everybody be calm. I control all your transmissions now. It's making me think of the opening to uh, the Twilight Zone. Do not turn over that dial. We've Which... taken control of your... Uh, like the old one. No. Or maybe I'm thinking of... I don't even know what... Maybe I'm thinking of... Uh, of uh, What's it called? Um, the Outer Limits. 
Maybe that's the one that does that. That makes a little more sense. Yeah, here we go. Uh, the Brave and the Bold was the uh, episode with Gorilla Grodnit. That's right. The Brave and the Bold. Thank you. I was just scrolling through to find it myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, that was, I, I, I do not remember the original Twilight Zone having that opening there. Yeah, I'm, I may be thinking of the Outer Limits, the, the original Outer Limits series. Now, he just said Luther, but everyone says Luthor. It's interesting. I guess this plot's actually quite similar to uh, Iron Man 2 as well. In some ways, with the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> now that you bring that up... Oh, that's what I was going to mention yesterday or as well. I watched uh, uh, Avengers, Assembled, Avengers Assembled last night, excuse me. Oh, nice, nice. How, how was the... Yeah. Uh... Randomly, uh, my my dad was just watching it downstairs, and I'm like, "Well, I would never like say no to this movie." So, still great, like still my like in my top five. Oh, that's that's fun. That's good. So, so the Marvel bias hasn't extended back to the ones that you liked. Of course not. Those <laughs> are still like you know flawed, but like those still were made with passion. <laughs> well, sometimes I don't know. Sometimes it sounds like you weighed them all off as ah, they were all crap, you know. <laughs> So I don't know. Not all of them were weren't. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm not sure it's the uh, the right time, Lois. That was another weird delivery. Talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you drunk again, or what's going on here? Yeah, and she's being a little too uh, touchy in a way. Yeah, well, you know these these phantoms they don't get a lot of action back there, so she's. Uh, I think you're talking about out of out of character here, not so much her I, I couldn't even tell you well we both know what's going on here yeah but the audience doesn't <laughs> if they're listening in right now and i'll say when i was watching this scene i was like did i miss something like like why is she suddenly like all over him and why is she like i guess maybe i mean i knew that she realized that they were the same person in the previous scene but it felt so off at first i was like oh this feels weird and wrong but I didn't suspect that it was a phantom. So this did catch my surprise. I kind of figured I was like, well, there's no way he got out that easily. Right. Like wouldn't like, why is Brainiac not come to like grab him? Right. Like what's, what's going on here? Not, not grab, excuse me. Like, you know, attacked him. Like he instantly, as soon as he got out, like I, I that was a tell an instant tell of like, Oh, he's going to like find him. Also, when she said, even though it was a phantom, that green lantern guy, like which one, John Stewart or Kyle Rayner? Yeah, well, just to just to it's Guy Gardner this time, just to address one of your complaints, we'll see about him getting out easy of the Phantom Zone. But so it was a lotus eating machine the whole time, which I kind of expected it to be. Yeah. I did like some of the animation of all those guys attacking, though. I thought that looked kind of cool as well. Oh no, that was really good. Like that was again like very well done. Uh, I like the Phantoms. Yeah, that's all I can really say. I think the scale of this guy's funny. I forget how huge he is until he's up against other like small things. Cause he's so giant, but you <laughs> Well it's weird because sometimes I feel his like his size shifts every now and yes. then. <laughs> like a little too much. It is a little funny. I'm syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I I missed my mark. Oh well. I do like how a new superhero. I like how uh, Brainiac starts to play it up for the cameras as if he's playing along. He becomes like a different character, being a little more theatrical. Suddenly, he looked a lot smaller there. Yeah, 
But now it looks giant again. It's it's whatever. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna point it out and say like I don't know if yeah. they were what happened there or whatnot. It is what it is. Oh, I like that weird laser that they just did with the weird sound effect. <laughs> if if you don't have it on mute like we do, you probably hear it and you're like, yeah, it's a cool sound. Yeah. Oh boy. What happened to your back? Like too many times Superman pounding you or something? Uh, what do you think of Lex's suit, by the way? I thought it was funny that this is again seeing Lex in his uh, his funny suits. We've seen this a couple times at this point. Uh, but this one seems a little bland. Agreed. I feel like yeah, it's not even like it's more yeah. He's not even like I thought his arms were inside the arms. Not really. It's just literally him yeah. like inside small. Sorry, him inside a small mech. I mean, it is what I think it's <laughs> fine. But again, it looks yeah, something like a child would probably design. Yeah, it should be at least purple. But I guess syndrome here is purple. So oh golly, where's the where's the green and the purple right now? There man? you go. Come on. Oof. I love this. Ouch. Just stomps. Ouch. <laughs> okay, I think good enough. Time to move on. It's like Loki and Adventures Assemble. Everybody flee. That's where that movie gets better every time I watch it. Again, how the flip? That's that's what I was commenting. Oh, you you thought, oh, you got it too easy. This case can't possibly be the real world. And then he just gets out just as easy in the real world. <laughs> and doesn't even like, you know, question it. Like, how do you know this is still not a, an illusion? <laughs> yeah he just fully accepts it both times that's because we have 21 minutes left in the film and he needs to be here or else now Jimmy get in here they just completely cut to him yeah well uh, what did I what did I say that this reminded me of of him sneaking in here or oh, you said something right what did, what did you say this reminded you of Iron Man 2 no there was another thing oh I don't remember I don't remember mentioning much about Jimmy, but. Oh, here we go. The romantic uh, on the top here. <sighs> I must break you. <laughs> oh, now she's, uh, now she's pulling Dolph, Lundgren, Dolph Lundgren's lines. Was that Rocky? Was it Rocky three? Rocky four. Rocky four. And Mr. T and Hulk Hogan were Rocky three. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I've never seen more. Rocky Three. Neither have I. They only ever show four for some reason. Look up in the sky. It's Superman. I, I thought that was kind of a little, a little sad tease. Could have said it. Yeah, come on, go, go the whole like, yeah, come on, please. Uh, even though like I wasn't really into that at that point, yeah. but even still, like, come on, you're gonna do it. You got to do the whole thing. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been super happy. Oh, I love that that sound effect. I wouldn't have loved it either way, but it would have been more satisfying for him to say it than just to do the half measure one. Yeah, come on, like you gotta go with it. Look up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Did you like that? Buff, I got a buff. I went to another world and got a buff. But they have to show us the anti kryptonite uh, effect. Again, I don't know how long his buff's gonna last, if it's like infinite or just like, you know, ten minutes. <laughs> We don't know. Oh, I missed the kind of John Williams uh, hints in there previously. Or Shirley Walker, I don't know. Well, just like they did a little bit of the, the, the film theme tucked in there. I might have noticed that yesterday, actually, now that you say that. Yeah. It was subtle enough that they could get get away with it copyright-wise, but... 
You know what I wish this had more, even though we ha- we saw Clark ha- or we yeah we saw Clark's eyes get you know a little more darkened because of the kryptonite stuff. And what I wish this had more of, there's no blood. Like I kind of mm. wish he like bled from the mouth or nose or something. Heck, wow. even, remember that episode we just did? Like or not? Okay, not a uh, little girl lost, but in Apocalypse Now. Um, oh yeah. There when in that beginning scene with those thugs and they you know release that ultrasonic bomb or whatever. Like you saw his ears bleed. Mm-hmm. Like, come on! Even Jimmy here is getting like more beat up than Superman. I, I get like the whole like you know super durability or whatnot, but like Brainiac's that powerful. You'd think that he'd get uh, a few like hits on him or something like that. It's it's just weird. You think like he would get hit and show signs of def- getting beat up? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say, oh, these movies haven't gone to PG thirteen yet. But I'm sure that episode was just PG, so yeah, they they could have done it. Yeah, this is weird. Where he just all of a sudden takes Lex and uses him as like a badminton racket almost. <laughs> yeah, for what purpose? And then that right there, he just like just fuck you. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> like you're my you're my little toy. I'm just gonna use you as my weapon. Oh man, yeah, that was oh, senseless destruction. Like what the hey. Maybe this is more of like to go with Eric, what Eric says, like Superman's really just a kaiju film. Oh yeah, this one does feel like that in some to some degree. It's just no regard for these these people's safety. Like, is that really what Superman's about? Like, come on. I well, I enjoyed that part do? where he saved that woman, and when he saved that, or has he saved the train yet? I may have already jumped to conclusions. <laughs> conclusions. <laughs> Not conclusions. I may have like spoiled, but hey, it's all good. I'm sure everyone's seen this. <laughs> There we go. That's Superman right there. Yeah, protecting the people. I think he punches it, though. That's probably redirecting the beam elsewhere. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Some family, they're tucking their children into bed, and they look out the window. What's that light coming this way, Mama? Jeez, it's freaking... <laughs> yeah, this, I'm not kidding you. This is literally just a Dragon Ball Z episode. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> yeah... I mean, it's kind of fun, the big fight, but yeah, <laughs> some of this is making me think of Matrix uh, Revelations. Oh, or... my goodness. You got a point there, which was <laughs> a called. year after. Resurrections. I, I can't no, 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 not called. Resurrections. That was just the recent one. The <laughs> Revolutions. Thank revolutions. Thank you. Because it's reloaded then Revolutions and uh, Resurrection. There we go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it came out in 2003, I think. Both two and three came out that same year. So that's so weird that like almost all those films come out the same. We have oh here's the train okay, which also Incredibles by the way. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, like what's going on here? By the way, I took a picture of a like a statue of Frozone at the Magic Kingdom. They had a, a steel. Oh, that's cool, bud. That's so cool. The coolest one was the one for Soul. They had a beautiful statue for Soul. Love that. Oh, that must have been also pretty swanky and, and groovy. Yeah, super duper cool, that one. Well, let's go to the power plant. Again, just like Apocalypse. Now. Let's see what we can do, boys. Everybody die. Get out of the way. I need more power. I guess he just wanted to, like, insult the injury. Like, okay, well, I can't beat this guy, so I'm just going to, like, you know, destroy the whole city instead. It's like, I guess yeah. so. Screw your city. Power, unlimited power. I wish you would have said that. I don't think he's draining it because I feel like there would be an effect of that. But 
Yeah, I mean, we had the effect of the anti-kryptonite, so yeah, they... Wait a minute, Super Ed, you technically wouldn't be able to see it. I guess you could hear him, but you couldn't see him because there's lead... Isn't there lead uh, plating inside of nuclear power plant? Ah, but the big hole in the wall, that's the uh, that's the ticket. But could you <laughs> still see on the other side of that lead wall? <laughs> <laughs> well, he he, re- uh, he his vision reflects off the smoke. The smoke causes a reflection. And... Oh, there you go. This is so funny. I love that this like nuclear uh, reactor worker, she like is able to <laughs> shut it down while virus. Now I'm not even saying like I'm not throwing her under the bus here, but it's like usually it takes a team of people to run a reactor here. And obviously this was a man-made incident where he was intentionally trying to um, overheat the entire facility, of course, uh, to get a meltdown effect. But I don't know if it would be that easy to quickly like no, quick, no. to bring it down that fast. <laughs> Well, maybe modern reactors. I mean, I, I'm not sure. I'm not gonna. I don't <laughs> like. Obviously, there's. I'm not. I, I would assume there's tests, right, where they like do run simulations on like you know, how long it would take to for one person to. I don't know what percent, like a ninety percent meltdown rate, or in whatever it's called, ninety percent of a meltdown to occur, and they have to like this person has to get it back down to normal levels i don't know how long that would take but i assume they probably do something a test like that or so yeah yeah of course yeah but they've got like the kill switches where they just like completely flood the reactor that's true i guess she was flooding the reactor although that would damage a lot of the equipment though hey everything's already damaged the whole city pretty much like yeah (laughs) i think all the equipment is is damaged given the overload of (laughs) the meltdown to about to be imminent yeah, the real victims of this movie is the insurance uh, insurance people in in uh, Metropolis. Oh, that's what I meant to say. I was just like, this is ridiculous on like so many levels. It's going to be a lot of people jumping off some roofs the next day. <laughs> that's horrible. Yikes! That went. You went there. Oh no! Again, by the way, speaking of that, great scene by Mark Ruffalo in that film. <laughs> oh yes, I love of, that. Uh, yeah, when he when he says like you know I got I got low or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and he put a bullet in his mouth. That was that was I get context. Watch Ventures Assemble to understand what I'm talking about. Um, that's a great moment. That's yeah. a great moment. Oh yeah, I'm surprised Bruce Tim wasn't behind this with some of the pervy shots with uh, Mercy. You'd think that. I'm also surprised. Uh, I thought here that um, Jimmy was gonna have the uh, the old his cameras empty and he had the film the whole time. But uh turns out, nope, uh, the film was in there the whole time. Also, geez, he like knocked a sense out of her. Holy smokes. Well, she's dead. That's a, that's a scene we didn't see at the funeral. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. I was thinking for Jimmy, like he is aware that you can repair a film. Uh, maybe maybe some of the shots they took are still worth uh, picking up. I might, uh, might need to do a lot of like film restoration for that, but yeah, it's entirely <laughs> possible. Although might, some images might be a little more blurry than others. Yeah. Some might be completely torn in half, but yeah, whenever I see this design for whatever reason, he just makes me want to laugh. I don't know what it is. <laughs> he does feel like an eight year old would design it. But then he's got these two arms on this one side. He's got a big arm on the other. <laughs> He's got a thin middle on. The Iron Giant attack mode, assault mode, looked way better than this. Yeah, what's even swirling around him at this point? Oh, I forgot to mention. Let's try spinning. Was that only in one shot where he had that big swirling 
ring around him like he was like jupiter well that was that was that was superman like whirling around oh and then like coming out and like the velocity in the vacuum was still engaged so he like then started like punching him yikes (laughs) oh no i do kind of like bumbling idiot uh luthor here (laughs) not a scratch just slightly exhausted i mean i guess that's what i've always wanted if like a, a scratchless superman but like it's kind of a cool shot i don't know i, I still want to i love this i'm sorry to cut you off i love that no go ahead yeah it's fine he once the cameras start going off he he quickly saunters in like good job soupy shakes his hand immediately <laughs> again he knew he knows exactly how to like you know make the moment work like he yeah <laughs> he adapts to any situation just to like get out of swindling people yeah but sorry what were you saying <laughs> i think i cut you off there oh oh he really is just the bumbling moron it's getting nocturne everywhere yeah he's definitely like the terminator here <laughs> oh yeah that was in my notes i meant to say it's kind of nice that Lance Henriksen, uh, not only is he playing another kind of robot character, but... Oh, son of a gun, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> but he's also playing a somewhat Terminator-like character, too. Uh... Which is funny, because he was originally supposed to play the Terminator. There you go, yep. <laughs> why? Then why the heck wasn't this just Superman versus the Terminator? The son of Krypton. By the way... Speaking of which, I just realized, obviously, Robert Patrick did an amazing job as, like, the T-1000, but let's be honest here, I know, like, the reason, you know, the what the T-800 is supposed to be, um, you know, the big, scary-looking model, and then what did James Cameron call the T-1000, like a Porsche or something? Oh, I, I that sounds right, yeah. Um, honestly, Hendrickson probably could have played the T-1000, given his, like, because I, I feel like him and uh Robert Patrick are about the similar size um in comparison to Schwarzenegger so it's like you almost could put those two like together in a way yeah maybe maybe he looked a little too old for it at that point I don't know yeah that's fair but yeah no I I I can see that too yeah well looks like uh yeah Brainiac came a killing and corpsed out didn't kill Superman but certainly uh well Lois is going to die and be galvanized. <laughs> the tears, the glowing tears. And he kissed her corpse. What the hey is this? What is this? If I couldn't kiss her in life, I'll kiss her in death. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, when uh, when Perry said not enough time or whatever the doctor said, I was like, please, like, scream to the heavens and go around <laughs> and, like, rewind time, please. Yeah, I wish when he was screaming no, it was his saliva that, that landed on her that. Oh, that'd be funny. That cured her instead of the tears. <laughs> but I do like that Brainiac just came back. He's like a horror movie villain. Came back for one last scare. <laughs> just to knock the... Oh. And so he decides to leave the status quo be. The question is, did Superman change at all in this movie? Uh, yeah, what was the... I guess he realized that human relationships are too dangerous. I don't know. I wasn't, I found that unsatisfying. That's the, look at me. I survived. Just like Bruniak. I can't be killed. Cause I'm a crystal. What up? I was, this does 
They repeated this almost exactly in Smallville. Actually, I think it happened oh first. Oh my goodness. That's funny. Yeah, the place got destroyed and there was like one crystal that, that Clark picked up. I was like, maybe I'll do something with this in another season. <laughs> Did he ever do that with in another season? Yes, yeah. <laughs> God, do you think somehow Smallville's resurgence is, is happening, by the way? I think Smallville's always had a lot of fans who loved it. Okay. Including me, even though I completely recognize it is not it has a lot of shortcomings. I think there's still so much charm to it. And a number of good good plots that worked out well. Have you seen the uh the interview between Rosenbaum and um Welling? Oh, I don't know if you heard, but they just recently started a new podcast together going through Smallville. Yeah, I think I keep getting what to call. I keep getting videos of that. I love this. <laughs> he's i love that that they're just interviewing him and he's giving them bullshit until they're like oh we found this this thing here and it's got your your let's court logo on it and it was found on brainiac and he just completely switches gears he's like oh shit okay so the the the, the dicks with so the dicks with guns were there and then the dicks with hats the milady fitterer guys um those were the feds. Like those were the FBI. Yep. Okay, that makes more sense. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Wonder if they know Colonel Mansley or not. Yeah, he just he turns his eyes right to him. He's like, oh no, I'm screwed. Oh, I hate her voice here. By the way, I'm sorry to say. Oh come on. Ah, fair enough. And she's got the closed eyes. <laughs> like what is she, an anime character? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. By the way, I started doing that with Brianna just as like a joke. Because I was like, in animation, they, people are always smiling with their eyes closed. And so I just started doing that to her. And I'm just like, why are you doing that? <laughs> well, there could be in-betweens where you like, you close your eyes and you still have a smile on your face. Like that, that's a thing. Yeah, like I'll bring her some tea and I'll just stand there with my eyes closed, smiling, holding it to her. <laughs> See what translates in real life. That is so, that is so goofy, dude. I know. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh yeah. Anyway, yeah. Superman would take that crystal, he'd throw it in the water, and then bam, out comes a fortress of solitude. <laughs> a little mixoplex. By the way, uh, did did you like that girl's voice? I was curious what what the. Uh... uh it's just it's it's the same as Mercy Graves' voice, by the way. Oh okay, yeah, just pulling out. It's just I, yeah, it's just the same actor. That's all. Mm. Well, that's fair. I guess you got to pull something out to differentiate, but. Okay, were you dressed like that the whole time? She was. There's yeah. probably a freaking animator out there that like drew her naked or something like that, and she just takes her. She, she takes her uh night or the <laughs> excuse me her hospital gown off, and she's completely butt nude. There you go. There you go. The Sims like the little sensor thing goes around. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, but I appreciate their attempt there. With her running around and then stopping, and the the taxi almost hits her, but the it just didn't play quite right. I didn't think something about the slowness of the taxi. Yeah, nowadays she could just order an Uber. <laughs> oh, here we go. Never have to worry about taxi service. <laughs> I took my first Uber uh, yesterday. How was it? It was good. It was it was enjoyable. Terrible enough. The guy was from Chicago and he was telling how much like, oh, you know, I don't like living here in Florida. I just live here because I don't know. I live here now. And, <laughs> and he's like, I love 
Chicago, but it was filthy. Oh, jeez. I didn't. I didn't want to tell him like the one experience I had with Chicago when I went there. There was just garbage everywhere because there was like a big garbage strike or something. Oh, crap. And he was telling me like, oh, it's a city I grew up in. I love that city. But oh, there was just, you know, it was covered in garbage. And it just it gets tiring. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So. Well, hopefully he'll find some. Maybe, maybe he'll find some place else in Florida to settle down in where it's not as bad. But then again, you get a lot of tourists there. So it's good time for being an Uber driver there. eh? Yep, that's true. Dwayne Capizzi sounds Italian. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't read any of these. Look up any of these people. But as for I, I'm not gonna say like none of them were involved in just. I feel like they probably were. Like some of these people came from Justice League. Oh yeah, Kurt Geta. I'm pretty sure Kurt Geta was a name we've seen before in this this DC retrospective. Most likely, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you who that was. But what do you think of the music, by the way, with this Thomas uh, Chase Jones? fellow uh not bad but just didn't do much for me susan blue wait a minute isn't susan blue one of the original transformers voices she might have been now that i think about it looks like kurt getta directed the pilot of smallville uh, oh sorry sorry for a superman the animated series of yes yeah, superman the animated series. okay lance henriksen huh well now that, I, now that you say that that really does feel like a extension of this in a way and if you think about it it's like almost like a redo of that where like because there's a bunch of fighting in that city if you remember mm-hmm. against uh whatever his name is uh malcolm mcdowell <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i can't remember i guess it's been a while since we did that at this point quite a while laura montgomery there she is oh yeah she had some involvement in this so she's making her way we'll see her again uh we'll see her again next time one of the co-directors for doomsday that's right yeah she's working she's a she's a working lady i'll say that it, yeah. uh there you go original character designs by bruce tim and not in that what i just said not in that way like a blue a blue collar worker there we go i like how comp- like uh cheap and computer looking the uh the, the writing is here oh i, I see, see that <laughs> But whatever, you know, yeah. well, well, final thoughts, I suppose, here at the uh, the end. Uh, well, again, I, I, I asked myself this throughout the whole film. You know, usually I'm the action guy. And for once, I'm like not really feeling it with the action. Um, yeah. And I, I, I led to me asking, like, what's what's the point of this whole film? Like, was there anything about this that like did somebody come up with an idea of like, Hey, here's something that we've really never explored inside the uh, super and the animated series. And we're going to kind of extend from that. But if it's not connected to that series and just uses the visuals for it, like what's the point? It's like, you know, I have to use our suspension of disbelief of like, okay, just pretend that it's in the super and the animated series um, universe and say like, this is a, what if almost like, okay. I mean, I, I guess you guys sort of are right in that you you know did, did did superman change this person what did he want he wanted to see uh he wanted to tell lois his secret identity they wanted to do the whole the classic criticism that superman can't have lois because uh the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few and in the end it's basically that she can take care of herself and that regardless and and also the whole like because I'm a superhero, have I escalated the situation? 
doesn't go into that, but it says like, if I wasn't here as Superman, would she still be alive? Uh, is that question the consequences of my actions? Would she still be alive? I mean, you're probably asking that for everybody who died in this <laughs> film from Brainiac, uh, not just that one woman, but again, needs the many over the needs of few. But uh, in the end, he kind of is revitalized and it's like, no, it doesn't matter. She'll still remain regardless. She always gets the scoop, Superman related or not. So, and there were times where that was shown that montage especially in the uh second part well, after that like you know that like the after the 24 minute mark where it's like that quick montage of her uh going out to get a scoop um huh. i guess that you could say like that's the example there of like see she's always going after the story and the same thing with the meteorite at LexCorp in the beginning where she was like go go like, you know, we need to, we heard about this meteor that hit the LexCorp building or this LexCorp research center. And she's already like out there as fast as she can. She goes in the men's room for pit sakes to grab him. <laughs> so, or dreamy there. So, you know, I guess technically it's not a, it's a weird status quo. The, the status quo remains the same in a way, even though we talked about it and discussed it, but without Superman revealing to Lois that he is Clark Kent, and that he has had feelings for her. And what I was going with was like, I wonder if Doomsday is a sequel to this because I thought at the end they were going to reveal like, oh yeah, I am Superman. And then the sequel has a lot of similar stuff to it, which you'll, you'll see when we get to that. And yeah, I was kind of surprised it was not, but so it's, I'm not really feeling this one, but I'm not like, I don't hate it. It's just a very like, I don't know. I'm just, yeah, not really feeling it. Yeah. Like I said at the start, something just feels slightly off. Like it almost works. I, I kind of like Lance Henriksen, the villain, um, even though the design of the, the upgraded Brainiac just makes me kind of laugh. And I, I kind of like Lex in the middle of, of it all, just kind of his, his weirdo bumbling bumbling version i've never really seen a lex like that before so it's kind of fun seeing something a little different but yeah none of the pieces really come together right and that whole bit with uh superman going to the phantom zone i just can't even i mean that that part just feels so stupid by the end of it <laughs> and even having the like the little episodic interruption of like oh we need to fill out like like five more minutes let's have him wake up in this dream world or the phantoms thinking that it's uh lois it's kind of like do we really need that little diversion i don't know so yeah some a little bit of a, a wonky start to the movies for the superman retrospective but i'm definitely looking forward to seeing how this how this ties into the pre the next one I'm curious to see because I, I really don't know anything about doomsday except that maybe it wasn't the most well-received of, of movies the the first of the these lineup of animated films and they all they wanted to do was suit death of superman like great way to start off like that, eh? The one thing they couldn't show in the animated series him dying. It's like what? Yeah, and I might try to do some more research into that one and see how that how it all got started to make that that movie. Cause I'd be curious. I'm just gonna say, where's my Green Arrow quiver story? <laughs> I mean, not quiver, but whatever that the um the uh what, what what's his name the Kevin Smith? Where's that Kevin Smith uh, Green Arrow film? Oh, I think this is a reference that's over my head. 
you find there's a lot of early films that they were throwing out there. Like Judas Contract was one of them that was supposed to come out in like 2009 or something like that. It didn't come oh. out like until 2018, was it, or 17? I don't remember now. Oh, okay. Like projects that were in development that just fell through. Mm. Yeah, so many projects that were like supposed to happen and never did. I mean, there's still not technically a like central flash story other than freaking what's it called? Flashpoint. Flashpoint. And then technically that um, Justice Society of America. Wow. Yes. What the fuck? Like, can't we get it? Can we not get like a solo flash? Like Wonder Woman recently got her own like solo film for almost as like a tie-in not tie-in but like on the coattails of wonder woman 1984 like mm. come on green lantern had two of them for pit's sakes aquaman got like a stupid or not stupid but like he got an origin story with the league involved like come on can't we get like other solo films of these guys hey i guess there's i guess there's still time <laughs> guess we'll see where all goes i guess there's plenty of yeah there, there's plenty of time it's just like Ah, it's just people need ideas. I mean, I just, I wonder if like what, like if there was an idea first here or was just like, Hey, let's, you guys got to come up with something because Superman returns is coming out and we got to ride the coattails and sell products. I don't know. Yeah. Well, so ill researched on our, on my part, at least I'm not going to say his, he can speak for himself, but I did not do much research other than like this being, whatever i went on to tv tropes and even then that wasn't much so <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna say it no i just going by what i saw on the credits and that's it yeah and i'm looking forward to going through this stuff and learning more about the yeah the process of how these all came together the way that they did i wish i would have read more about this one i'm curious now <laughs> Uh, exactly the backstory was but. save it for the next episode or insert it like you know after this <laughs> Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll read some of that stuff. Yeah, but uh, yeah, thanks again, everybody, for for following us along with this. At this point, kind of long winded uh, DC retrospective. We've been doing this for quite a while now. I guess over two years. Maybe we started it. Uh, I'd have to relook at what our when we first started. But I think it was twenty nineteen. Actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, I guess if you want to go all the way back to Wonder Woman, we started back in. No, it, we we can't go back to that. That's that's its own thing. Yeah, that's don't. Yeah, that that was. Yeah, that was not. Well, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> all the way back to 2017. Wow, jeez. Uh, well, 2017 then, but I would say technically, if we te- okay, you know what? Just League of America pilot was kind of when we started, which yeah. was August of. Well, wait, no, not August. Sorry, uh, August first, 2020. So yeah, two years. Yeah, two years. Nearly almost two years. Holy smokes. Yeah, and so that that's kind of fun. And I guess you could throw in, yeah, Wonder Woman is like the early precursor and then also those two swamp things as it kind of really looks at the DC. So, so I, I'm, again, I'm always happy to be going through this stuff. I wish we could fit into our schedule to get through more of it more quickly. But, but looking forward definitely to the next one, Superman Doomsday. And then after that is when we're going to jump into some comics with uh, uh, Superman for all seasons. So I'm, I'm very curious about that one fun ride that will be and until we get to all those uh read some superman comics and any last words for you isaac where do you ladies and gentlemen those between and an affiliated fall on the superman argument of whether or not he should uh 
become a partner or have Lois Lane as his partner and bride. You fall on the side of yes, it's possible since he's Superman or no, he's got the weight of the world like Atlas, not the same analogy, uh, to tend to uh, and be the guardian angel of the earth. I ask you that. Leave your comments and emails at noslitus at gmail.com and we'll read them out and maybe we'll get a mm. debate between him and I uh, one of these days. Till then, till next time, peace. So this will be a commentary, correct? A commentary, correct. We shall begin shortly. Let me get my copy to timestamp zero. And also get subtitles on. Sorry about that. Whoa. Sorry, I'm loud. Yeah, I had, to, I had to turn the subtitles off last night because they were delayed. So every time they came up, they would always be either too fast or they were too slow. And so they would like jump ahead or when the person hasn't even finished their mouth flap or the person's finishing their mouth flap and then they keep talking and then a new sentence talks and it's like, oh, wait, wait, what's going on here? Oh, that's weird. So it's some sort of weird delay? Yeah, something like that. So needs to say it's not going to happen tonight. Just Well, if it happens tonight, it happens tonight. Just <laughs> not the end of the world. Oh, that's funny. I had a point about the, the lip flaps in this, but... I guess I'll save it for the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we will get we will get to that. Yeah, I didn't know that was a, a thing going on there. <laughs>